Okay, Haseyo. I wish I knew any more Korean. That's more than I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Good tempted to make racist character oh, imitation. Oh my word, that's how we open <laughs> this episode. Random Asian languages, but I'm going to rise above it on this particular occasion. Wait, you do speak one Asian language. <laughs> yeah, literally just speak <laughs> it. Philippines doesn't count as Asian. <laughs> <laughs> the Philippines is a third Asian. The other thirds being... Mexican. Mexico and... Catholic. Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Hawaii, that's what I'm thinking of. Hawaii, Polynesian. Mexico, and China. It's definitely one of those, like, uh, like it's on the fringe of, like, Asia, so it's definitely mixing with other cultures a little bit more, specifically with, like, Pacific Islander. Anywho, these high this Korea. This is not about the Philippines. <laughs> this is a podcast where we talk about what the Spanish did to the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> While driving out of a movie about Korea. <laughs> not Korean-Americans, okay? And Koreans. And uh, Koreans. Koreans. A Korean. So, I'm going to come in with the hot take. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, no. <laughs> He's coming. I, Before the let me, summary. Let me get the... <laughs> Welcome to the drive-in where we talk about the... <laughs> I just wanted to jolt where us we into talk, action. Go to the drive-in and talk about it on the drive-out. All I right, think, go ahead. I think I could do the summary Sling some for this racism, one. All right, go ahead, Becca. I think I'm capable of this We just this watched one. Past it's Lives. Pretty, That's it's pretty straightforward. We, we watched past lives a movie by eight twenty four. it is a very straightforward plot and with three characters and which i'm obsessed I will, that is something i want to talk about a little bit um so. so we have two friends um can you remember their names and if you can't in <laughs> well her name's nora but it's nai young and uh hey sun i don't know how to pronounce them because i don't no, speak korean that sounded like but, what they said um, on the screen <laughs> they were friends in Soul when they were 12 years old and Na Young's family decided to immigrate to America and she didn't tell him until like the day they were leaving and they they loved each other as much as 12 year olds can love each other and then they just were apart and they didn't have any way to communicate so fast forward 12 years she uh, Na Young now goes by Nora and she lives in New York City and um sees that Sung has been trying to um, find her. Uh, and because she goes by Nora, he didn't know and found her on Facebook. They reconnect over Skype and talk for a long time. And then Nora, Na uh, Young decides to break it off because their lives are going different paths. So they stop talking. And then 12 years later, they reconnect again because um, Haesung says he's going to New York and Nora still lives there, but she's married. And he comes to see her and they reconnect and it was much harder for her to reconnect with him than she thought it would be. And um, basically, if you've seen the trailers, you know that this movie is about um, Inyun, which is, um, I probably didn't say that right either either but it's um an idea that um two people are connected between um past lives and that's basically what this movie is about just like the the idea that that um how do you call it like skepticism i don't know that that idea that two people 
have known each other and are somehow like inexplicably connected to one each other one and one another um through time and space um and they have a scene in the bar where they talk about like well if we really are inyun what does this mean um maybe we were a forbidden love a queen and a king's henchman and um nora says a bird and a branch it decide to sat a, a branch it decide to sit on and um that pretty much encapsulates the whole movie like this is a story about love and the many different ways it can manifest and the many different ways you can feel it and the the way that love is an easy thing and um I think this was movie of the year so far for me. Really? Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I thought it was really good, in fact. I don't know if it's quite movie of the year for me. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania was, <laughs> was pretty, <laughs> pretty good. Close. I think that this movie was really good, but I, like, like, like the story is there, the dialogue is there, the acting is there, like the ambiance and the soundscape and everything like that. God, this... But just... <sighs> I don't know, man. Like, the stunt work was just, like, super shoddy. Like, the fight scenes were poorly choreographed. <laughs> the CGI was, like, really... Really lacking. Like, <laughs> really lacking. Like, it was barely even there. Like, yeah. I just couldn't uh, couldn't really get into it because they didn't have subway surfers on the screen. And honestly, <laughs> yeah, if they, if they could have put subtitles. some, like, uh, family guy clips <laughs> on one half of the screen, then it probably would have helped me concentrate. <laughs> it's a very contemplative movie. Very... It's meditative. Very slow storytelling. Um, and so it's definitely something that, like, you... Like, I don't know. It's 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 something that asks a lot of you in terms of, like... You know, slow down. Let's, let's walk. We're not going to run. Like, we're going to slow down. Which is, like... In an action movie, it asks a lot because it's, like, pulling you around. You're jumping across rivers and shit, you know what I mean? And it's it's t- asking a lot in that way. But this movie asks a lot in a different way and in a way that's less, uh, I don't know, uh, intuitive, I guess. I think Alex said it perfectly. It's more contemplative. Yeah. It's a very intelligent film. Um, this film to me is... This is film to me. Like, <laughs> this cinema. is... Cinema. This is art. Um, the last movie we watched was Asteroid City, which is very much like in your face, over the top art. Like Wes Anderson and his style are like, this is art and you will see and notice that it is art. Um, whereas this movie, I feel like someone could go in and think that they're getting like a, a love story and then come out like, wow, that's a lot to digest. And it's, Um, I don't have another word to describe it. It feels like a heavy movie to me. Nothing inherently, like, dramatic or, like, exhausting happens. Yeah. And this is my kind of movie. Like, this is what I love. This is my favorite thing. I think while nothing really dramatic and exhausting happens, it's still exhausting to, to be there and experience these things with them. And like you said, Alec, the story, incredible. I like, I was so worried the whole time something was going to happen that yeah. would ruin it. And it never happened. And I feel like this is such a true story. I mean, I, it has to be like, 
like true, like based on someone's experience or something, at least the part with the husband and that yeah. conversation they Justin's had in for bed. evil white American husband, dude. <laughs> that dude was tight as he was a good guy. Awesome. He like literally good. just did what he was, every, everyone in this movie did what they were supposed to, but he really did what he was supposed yeah. to. I was really he, rooting for him. He was amazing in that like... He did him dirty putting that PlayStation controller in his hand. Yeah, they did. Bro, I, that's what I said. He, <laughs> he said, came on the screen charitable. and I was like, I, I, he came up on the screen and I was like, that's uncharitable. That's that uncharitable. fucked up. I can't believe they did my boy like that. He was it, like slouched over with the <laughs> Xbox controller like, after a hard cut from this chiseled man that is Sung. Like, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> they really didn't fuck it, my boy up. I was like, come up. on. My favorite thing about him, though. they get this though, footage of me, yo? <laughs> my favorite thing about him was that, like, when they were having their conversation after she spent the day with him that first day, and he was being really honest, he was being really truthful, but he wasn't upset. Like, you could tell he wasn't happy, but, like... I think he was upset, but not upset at her. No, and he, he didn't make it about her yeah. either. And I think that is so beautiful that they had this healthy relationship where they could talk about things and like I don't know it, it was just like was, so flawless I don't know I was crying when they were in the bed talking oh to each my other God. and he was just like just knocking on that fourth wall <laughs> just yeah. like yeah yeah exactly and he was like uh you dream in Korean because you only talk you only speak Korean in your dreams which means you probably dream in Korean and like I guess that's why I want to learn Korean is because there's like that part of you that I can't touch. Mm. And you know what I mean? And like mm. that, that shit fucked me up. <laughs> I was like, damn, that is. I had, a, I had a lot of moments in the story where I wanted to cry, but um, I didn't cry until she cried. And um, being <laughs> medicated has like really taken down a lot of my emotions. <coughs> but I feel like I feel like I joke about it a lot, but it really it really has been like kind of interesting. I'm trying not to like be upset about it because it's a good thing. But that's like the thing that I've always known about myself is that I feel everything with whoever I'm I'm experience life, experiencing life with. So like whether it be my friend and we're having a conversation or um, I'm listening to a book or reading a book um, or I'm watching a movie or I'm listening to music. I don't know. I always, I feel like I have like, I over empathize with people. Like I, I put myself in that situation just subconsciously and just like naturally. And I don't know. It was really good for me to to feel that with um, with this film because I have felt that you know, I have felt that complicated like love of someone. Maybe not in this specific like situation, but I I moved around a lot in my life. I never immigrated, but I moved around a lot in my life, and most of that was done before there was Facebook or other types of social media or ways to really like keep in touch with people and a lot of my life has been spent wondering what happened to the people that I loved with so much of myself like so much of my heart was dedicated to these people and 
I just don't know where they are anymore and I don't know anything about them but I we have such important pieces of each other and like hours and days that we'll never get back that we're given away to these people and we just don't I don't know who they are I don't know those people I know those little girls and boys but I don't know the men and women and people they've become but like I don't know so I felt that intense like despair when someone leaves and that like horrible like terror about like am I convincing myself that this is where I'm supposed to be or that I led myself here or that all of them did the same like were we a bird and a branch in the past life you know just wondering all of these things and just breaking down into tears and I was waiting for her the whole time I wanted her to cry so bad and she never did and then when she finally broke down into Arthur's arms in the end I was like that was so deserved Such a, the, just like like the way it starts and she's crying with a song as children mm -hmm. and then just to have her collapse into Arthur's arms crying it's just like such a like got like the prettiest circle you've ever seen you know mm. um yeah there's so much of this movie was just like above average like the cinematography was amazing like ev like every it felt like every five minutes there was a bar you know mic mm. drop and I was like god damn and like Everything about it. The music. Oh, the my music God. The music was, was so good. You, it was perfect for what the, it was trying to accomplish. You know what I mean? Sorry. I just want to shout out the movie. So when I was in college, I put together a playlist to do yoga. And one of the songs on there that is, like, one of my favorites ever and I haven't listened to in years. I was watching this movie. And I want to say it's, like, Sung's theme because it was only ever there when he was there. It sounds exactly like the song Granny Diner by Grizzly Bear. Mm -hmm. And I showed it to the boys before we started, but that is uh similar vibes. That's all I could think of. Yeah. But I don't feel shit. That's good. And movies like this remind me of that character flaw. <laughs> <laughs> called, I don't uh, feel enough dog. That's called depression and you should go I to the doctor. It's literally like depression a, means you're a, sad. I don't feel sad. Literal, That's crazy. That is not even what depression <laughs> is. I don't know. And uh, memory like loss kind of also a sign me. of depression. What the fuck? You what? Memory <laughs> loss? What are you talking about? Name one oh, time I forgot <laughs> something. He just forgot, folks. Yeah, I literally forgot, do forgot not recall alive. any occasion on which I didn't recall something. <laughs> I. Um, you said so much. That? You said it was falling. You said that so much of this movie was pretty, which. I agree with, and I would, um, I would myself say that every aspect of this movie was pretty. I actually had a moment where on the, whether they were on the ferry, I was like, I think I love every single thing about this movie. <laughs> um, so I decided that before it was even over, and that's why, uh, another reason why I was like so worried things were going to go wrong, because I was going to have to be like, God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, what were, I don't it know. sounded like a but, it sounded like you were going to say, but... What no. didn't you like? Nothing. I loved it. Okay. What, what about I'm you, to Alec? Out right now mm. is yeah, I guess they are. So obviously not the twelve-year-old children versions. 
Oh, but like the, the young adults and the actress, uh, like middle-aged like, between the twelve-year time skip, like the twenty versions of them and like the mid-thirty. Oh, they're the of same them. people. The the I guy. I guess they're just the same person, which is fucking wild. The I mean, guy yeah. did not look the same. No, he just combed his hair back. I, the, no, he was it, way it was old. Like his, his face, face shape was like his, different. Like, I don't know. A haircut can do a hell of a thing, but I, w- I was shocked. I was like, "Is that the same dude?" Like, I feel like he got fit between. I mean, he was always wearing a hoodie when he was young. But he was the face shape, is what I'm saying. That I feel could like be he got CGI. more chiseled. Or maybe they did it in reverse, or I don't know. But yeah, maybe he it did. Was, uh... Maybe they actually waited twelve years. <laughs> there is a movie like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it did it not is, do they, well. Like, it's a young kid. Yeah, it's called like, Boy or something. Beat, like filming over like the course of his fucking life, which yep. is crazy. And it's, that's why it didn't do well is because you can't be the that consistent. The technology, <laughs> and the technology changes difference. so much too. Especially like, at that it's time. Hard. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like I don't really have any criticisms about this movie. Criticisms. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I I don't think it's for everyone. I think it's a bit slow. And there were times where, like, it was bordering on just, like, a little bit too much. Like, when they were walking away from the house. And, like, mm. they just, like, were, like, walking down the street at the very See. end. Like, I was, it was, like, building and building. And I was like, okay, this is getting a little bit too much. And then they stopped and they were perfectly outlined by, like, the frame of that garage door. And then it cuts to them as children yeah. in the same lighting. Oh! Yeah. So good. It was good. And um, their colors, I could... Straight up, I could analyze. I could write an essay about this one time I've watched <coughs> this movie. I could write an essay about the one experience I had watching this movie and then watch it a hundred more times and then have an even longer essay. Do you notice when they were uh, walking around on the dock next to the carousel? All of the couples? There was like yeah. seven couples yeah. on yeah. screen. Like literally yep. every person besides them. So I did. I, a couple. <laughs> that was a lot of water, the times. Uh, like imagery throughout the movie too. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah. <laughs> oh no! It's going to be severe thunderstorms the whole time you're yeah, there. It really it's does funny say too. Severe like, thunderstorms. you know what I mean? And it, it's not it's like so laugh good. out loud funny, but it's like smile and kind of yeah. giggle at it funny. Like also, at least an hour theater, well attended little eight twenty four movie. Yeah, it was. It was it especially was for a film that a like Thursday there's a night. lot of reading of subtitles, like because <laughs> mm-hmm. people, you know, people don't typically like reading subtitles. So, yeah, I was uh, very impressed with how many people were, because there was like basically no one there when I booked the tickets. There was one thing I wanted to say while you were saying that thing about them walking together. And I think that perfectly encapsulated the feeling of the entire film was the moments in between saying goodbye and like like the before and after saying goodbye. Mm. And like those liminal spaces in emotion, like before and after you felt something really huge. I don't know, I guess... It's not really before or after. It's the in-between before. It's the in-between the before and the happening. <laughs> the in-between of you the before. No, it's true. Becca's liberal brain rot. <laughs> <laughs> critical mass on this podcast. No, it's true. Like Start using French vocabulary. <laughs> it has a certain of the before. Yeah, precisely. C'est quelque chose que je... I think it very beautifully captures that feeling of like the awkward moments and like waiting for your Uber 
and like mm. waiting to say goodbye to the person you've waited 20 years to see. I was so anxious when they were like staring at each other <laughs> and then like slowly like facing each other. More, I was like, like don't kiss, don't kiss, like, don't I, kiss. I, it would literally ruin the fucking movie it for would. me if they would have kissed. I, I would have been so I It would have been mad. a different podcast. Yeah, I would have been so mad. But they didn't. But they didn't. But and they, they did, did the such right like the, the way the music was going, the lighting, the body language that the actors had. Like I was, I was kind of convinced that they were going to. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was like, right on the edge. That wanted them to. Well, but here's I the bet thing. There are. But here's the thing. Some part of me also was like, I kind of want them to. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Because like be together. Because like, all of us. Exactly. Like the 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 the, the romance. The like oh my god. Like because all of this. Like in a vacuum. You know what I mean? Like in a vacuum. That's what you want, you know? Like, he is the evil white American husband, but I think... Which was a great bit. <laughs> it was a great bit. <laughs> I'm glad that he said it, I, you know? Me too. I I said this earlier, but it's just so true that, like, there's, a, there's more than one kind of love. There's more than three kinds of love. There's more than ten kinds of love. And I think that what that music and that scene and that tension was trying to do was to show us that it's okay to love people. It's okay to, like, not know where you stand with your relationship as long as you don't break your promises and break your commitments, you know? Like, she's committed to Arthur. She's not, like, she loves Arthur. She has a life with him. And she's not going to run away the next day, you know? Like, that's not what that kind of relationship is. That's not something that's okay to do. But you can still have this love that you don't... She still had 20 don't... years of history with this guy. Yeah. She still doesn't know how exactly to love this man. Because in one sense, it's like, how dare you, like, even think about talking to him? But that's not healthy either. It's kind but... of like an anti-escapist Hallmark movie in that way. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I could see like a like a much worse probably or like the smutty like version novella of this movie. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Where, where like... the the hunky Korean sweetheart from when you were twelve comes in and you reconnect and it like revitalizes your life and you leave behind your cynical video game playing <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> overweight with a <laughs> beard on that's untrimmed. Yeah, exactly. So it's. It's healthy in a way that all of those movies are unhealthy. Yeah. And I love the way, too, that, like, I think Arthur was a great character in that mm. they, they did him, like, like he, he was everything good that and, like, everything that he should have been, like you said. But I also like that she, like, when they were talking afterwards, she was like, I don't know how to feel about this guy. Like, it's kind she of weird. Like, she, was, yeah, she was telling the truth. Yeah, she was telling the truth about what they were talking the about. And she was, he was like, well, are you attracted to him? And she was like, I don't think so. Like, she had I, to like, think about it. Yeah. Because, and she, but she didn't say, no, no, of course not. Of course not. I love because you. Because it's not, like, that's not that's what not, he asked. Yeah. You know? And that's not, he didn't expect her to say, like, outright no, you know? Yeah. And I, yeah, that healthy communication between... Arthur and Nora was like so key that they were able to talk to each other like that. And it, it wasn't forced. Like it didn't feel forced, you know, like I feel like a lot of movies do where they're like trying to, it's like obviously written by like a man who's never had a healthy relationship and this is what he thinks it looks like. But, um, I feel like that 
that communication was so important. Yeah. And another piece of communication, super important, was that uh, Na Young told Sung that she was not that 12-year-old. Like, he had an right. image of her in his mind for 20 years that was dead. And she still existed. Like, she was still there. So it's not like... Because I, I think that's a real key element that, that always gets missed. That I think I've always missed is that, like, we're always like, oh, you don't love me. You love the idea of me. But it's like, you love an idea of me that did exist. You are still valid. Like, that 12-year-old girl did still live. Like, she was there. She was real. But I'm real now. And I'm real here. And I'm not her. And that is, I, that's huge. Again, could write an entire essay about this, but this was such a relief to watch. And I just feel like so invigorated by this movie. I feel so good and so sad and so happy and so exhausted by this film. And we should rate it on Letterboxd. <laughs> I mean, it's no Thor 2, The Dark World. But... <laughs> You're right. But how could it be? You're right. How could it be? <laughs> yeah, this movie, I, I feel yeah, like very recently, I've kind of, uh, I don't know, like I've, I've, I've fallen in love with movies again recently. Like when we started this podcast, I feel like I was really like, I felt good and I loved it. And then like there was a little while where it was like we saw a string of movies that weren't like that great. But now I feel like recently we've seen some movies that I'm like, ah, yes, this is good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is this is what I love about movies. And I feel like I've recently been trying to get more into like aspects of film that I only passingly like have any kind of knowledge on. Um, specifically with like cinematography and like um, that kind of thing because that's something that I've been wanting to play around with more in my own um, like personal projects and stuff like that and so I've been trying to pay more attention to like what movies I like are doing and I think this movie is a great example of like just textbook cinematography done well and edited together well and like it didn't do anything like land like they, like it wasn't like a landmark film or anything like that but this is something that like i could see myself doing you know what i mean like this is a shot that i could see myself thinking up and shooting and you know what i mean it was very inspirational i guess in that way all right alec since you're going to disappoint us go first 37 b tier Right below Seven Samurai, right above Fallen. Why a uh, why below Seven Samurai? Uh, because I prefer like the Japanese Japan. over the Koreans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All hail the Shogun. <laughs> oh, that was something I also wanted to talk about. Was um, just how much I like I've been to Seoul and I was like, I've been to Seoul, and. I've been to Manhattan. <laughs> like, it felt so cool, like, to have those places in my little passport. And, um, I don't know, I just really love Korea. And I only spent two weeks there, 
but it's definitely a, a very fond memory of mine was was the time I spent in in Korea. You got it at number thirteen, right under Asteroid City and right above the whale. I have it at number three, and although my rules mean nothing and the points don't matter, um, I feel like I you're tough. Like really. I put it there quick. I didn't decide. I, I decided before I even edited my list. Like, I knew where it was going. But, yeah, you can see the kind of movies I, I like. So, it doesn't... I don't know. It's not... The, the points aren't really only made up. They're maybe, like, 98% made up. But you can still see a pattern here. I think your top ten and your bottom, like, five are pretty accurate. <laughs> and then from there, it just kind of gets jumbled. Yeah. Well, ghouls, go well, watch ghouls. it. I really enjoyed it in the theaters. I don't think it needs to be seen in theaters. I don't think so also. Maybe with surround sound at home, because that soundtrack is... The soundtrack fucks. Blessing. It's really good. But otherwise, yeah, watch it. It's good. All right, ghouls. Music's by Chase. Love you. Have, yeah, we love you. that his book name was Boner. <laughs> yeah. We, we didn't talk about that at all. I don't think all. we talked oh. about that. Why was his book name Boner? <laughs> I don't know. Just Boner. Just Boner. It's not that kind what of What was movie. it about? <laughs>